He's a former All-Pro linebacker now, the host of the Lights Out podcast, our man Sean Merriman. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing we good. Great, hey, man. We, we were just talking about how television viewing of sports has dropped 25%, the biggest of any genre, right, uh, in television. Uh, news is up 31%, but sports is down. Have, have your, your habits changed since the pandemic hit, you know, a year ago? Do you watch less sports or, or you know, when it was gone, are you finding it harder to get back to watching it? No, I mean, not really. I, I think we've seen a decline because of social media. Uh, it's, I don't think that people mm. are less interested in That's sports. We're, you know, we're, we're seeing it because of social media. Um, you know, me, you know, myself, like I'm in New Jersey right now, and tomorrow I'll be somewhere else. You know, so I'm always traveling, so the only way I can see the, the clips if I'm seeing, you know, clips of the highlights on social media. So that's how I find out the source of my information, especially when I get busy. And I think that, uh, you know, most of the world, that's what they're doing. No one's really, even in the pandemic, you know, people are still on social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, whatever you're looking at, you're still finding the clips there. So I, I don't. I don't take that as people watching less sports at all. But but Sean, the only difference we, I would just push back is that news is up big time, thirty one percent. People have social media to follow the clips. They could you know watch CNN on their phone. They could watch the news there as well, and the numbers just aren't as big. Yeah, but we, you know, Rob, we're not watching news highlights, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. People want to see who got dunked on, who got hit hard, who made a great catch. Um, you know, we we talking about news clips. You know, we we need to see the the whole thing in in in, in entirety. In entirely, you know, we need to sit back and and see what the context of what they're talking about, um, and to understand what the the entire situation is. People, we, we all look at look. We how many memes are going around just based off of highlights, right? I mean, people are waiting for these highlights to happen just so you can meme it up. I don't think that uh, people are looking for these memes on social media. They're looking to. Uh, fire back based on the information that's given. That's whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20 plus minutes. You have to watch the whole entire clip on CNN, Fox News, whatever you're looking at. Sean, Rob and I have talked about this before, how we've talked with athletes, professional athletes, and a lot of them weren't really into watching the sports when they were coming up. They obviously were great athletes and they just played, whereas guys like us and, and others – who weren't quite as good, were watching a lot of sports. Were you a guy that watched a lot of sports, or were you just – you played them and you were a great athlete? I I didn't, to be honest. Now, I, I didn't even have a favorite team, right? So when people ask, ask me all That's the time – That's mind-boggling to me. That's Where did you grow up? I grew up in, in PG County, in Maryland. I grew up, you know, uh, about so five minutes So you weren't a Redskins. No, and you would think so, right? But – you know, I, I watched primetime. I watched Deion Sanders. You know, I watched Barry Sanders. I watched, you know, all the guys that, you know, Lawrence Taylor. And I can tell you the players, right. but I couldn't tell you the other 10 players on that on that offense or defense. I just watched players. And so for that, yeah, I, and, I, and I can't really make a correlation to it, but for me, I just always had a sense that maybe I'll get there one day and it wasn't just about me being a fan. That is so interesting. Yeah, you would just think, and it, I could see if you grew up in South Dakota or somewhere, you know, where you didn't have a team and maybe you, you didn't have one. But then again, Los Angeles didn't have a football team for 20 years, right? right and people right. went on and, and kind of went there. Uh, let's talk about the, uh, some of these uh, NFL situations and, and quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence now is being kind of dumped on and maybe he's not 
all that in a bag of chips. What do you know about Trevor Lawrence, and are you surprised, or is this is this typical where, you know, when people start watching film and they start breaking you down, now they're going to show all the flaws when you take the makeup off? No, and, you know, I was a guy, I left I left school early. And, um, you know, I was there at University of Maryland for three years. And one of my main reasons for leaving early is because once you get looked at too long, people start to get overly critical. Right. They really do. Um, and, and also, too, I think that people need to understand that um, – there's a lot of chatter being put out there purposely, so maybe he do slide to that three or four pick. I mean, it's all these things are possibilities, and you got to look. I mean, if you are a fan of the game and you know just a little bit about the game, you can tell Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback coming out in this draft. It's no doubt about that. I mean, you got some people that's close second, some people that could go second or third, but he's undoubtedly the, the best quarterback coming out in this draft. And anybody that puts anything out there otherwise – are just putting that information out there, so maybe he slipped. You know, maybe it's a a, a, so it's a smoke screen. It's a smoke. It's a smoke screen. A one hundred percent. So maybe that that tenth or fifteenth team can jump up to that number one or two spot and grab Trevor Trevor Lawrence. This happens all. It's been happening for for several years. For you know, ten twenty years, it's it's happened. So I'm not surprised to be seeing that right now with Trevor Lawrence. That's actually a great point. I mean, if I was if I say I was an executive for the Jets and I got the number two pick. And I'm talking to a reporter off the record, so I know he's going to quote me, but anonymously, why not throw out that? You know what? Trevor Lawrence is really overrated. I mean, I don't think he's all that. So, and you hope he slips, you know, and catch get some traction, and then you can draft him. So you're right about that. I, I think that's a good point. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, Sean, they cut their both of their offensive tackles. Eric Fisher and Mitchell Swartz today released them. And they're going to cut the center, right? And they're going to cut the center. And look, Pat Mahomes took less money than he could have gotten precisely so they keep some players around. But obviously the cap dropped because of the pandemic, so maybe it, it couldn't have been helped. But do you think, look, we know some quarterbacks are the face of the league. They are incredibly important to teams, and they get the lion's share of the credit for the success or and blame for the failures. But do you – I think the balance of what they're paid compared to everyone else, it might be too far out of whack because, you know, it seems to show that when you get a high-paid quarterback, it's hard to put a Super Bowl team around him. You know, Tom Brady took less money in all those years, and so he obviously was able to have a Super Bowl team around him. But in a lot of cases, when a quarterback's making huge money, they rarely win the Super Bowl because you can't put those great players around them. Do you do you feel like there should be more of a balance between what quarterbacks are paid and other positions? Not that they maybe shouldn't be the highest paid, but that right now is just so far out of whack that it, it can hurt teams. Well, we, if we're talking about quarterbacks, yes. If we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, no. <laughs> you know, it's I think. Well, yeah, he's a different breed. <laughs> you know, I think when you start talking about the three or four guys, it's just out of this world, right? And he's one of them. He, he's one that you won't, we won't see another Patrick Mahomes for another ten plus years, and what he's capable of doing physically, his mechanics. Uh, you know, the type of things you can't coach. I, I don't care how great of a quarterback you are. He he does some things that you can't simply coach because of his, I don't know if it's because of his 
uh, baseball background or whatever the case is, he has throwing motions that are unlike anybody in the National Football League. So I, for him, I, I kind of take him out of that category, but I understand what they're doing, right? So you got guys, um, for one, Fisher went down, but I think he had an Achilles, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. He had an uh, Achilles injury. I think injury. you're right. I think you're right. So he, yeah, both of them got not hurt. Right. Be back. I tore my I tore my Achilles, and you're not you're not 100 percent for 14 12 to 14 months. It takes you to be 100 percent from Achilles. You can go out there and play, but you won't be 100 percent. Pax Mahomes later on during the season, he was getting lit up, and we saw that in the Super right. Bowl. He was getting lit up. He was you know basically running for his life. So when you pay somebody that amount of money, you need to bring in the best of the best, and you need to bring them in right now. And since Fisher is not going to be healthy for the next start of the season. You have to start looking to do something with him. I thought they were doing him more of a favor. Now, if you go over to Dak's situation, now now we now we got a conversation on our hands, right? Because in my opinion, Dak was overpaid. Now, as a as a player, you love to see guys get paid. And I'm happy for him he got paid. He deserved to get paid. Um, but now you're talking about a situation where um they're now they're not gonna be able to build a team around him. Right. He got paid so much money that he's gonna get hit. He's gonna have to carry the load of the team. He's going to have a lot of stuff on his shoulders, uh, which I don't know if he if he has the ability to step up and, and handle. Uh, but we we definitely talk about in that situation, you know, in Dak's in Dak's case. Yeah, that that's the interesting part on how it would play out. Uh, where are you? Tony Dungy said when he got hurt that it was like a blessing in disguise uh, for the Cowboys that they could get back to running the football first and 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 then throwing it. Uh, now that he's got that contract, should the Cowboys go back to trying to run it more? Or now, because you pay a quarterback that kind of money, it, it, he has to throw the ball. Like, it, it's got to be about him. Well, I think Coach Dungy was correct by the standpoint it was a blessing in disguise, but but not for that reason of running the ball. I think it was a blessing in of disguise because we all seen how bad that team is without Dak Prescott. Um, and he might be the first player in history that value went up by him being out, like we've we've never we've never seen that before. Because I think that if he had another subpar year, he would have never gotten forty plus million a year. We wouldn't have seen a lot of day. But that team tanked so bad in so many different categories that we've all seen the, how important he was to that team. They got to run the ball anyway. That Dak is not a guy that is going to throw at a high completion rate. He's uh, you know consistently. He's not going to win games for you consistently. Um, you know, they got a lot of guys that were banged up in the offensive line. They're going to have to do the same thing that, that, that KC is doing. Go out and start searching for some monsters because without that and them running the ball, Dak won't be able to carry the load. He's never been that. He's not going to be that. Sean Merriman, lights out. Great stuff, man, as always. Appreciate Check him out you. on the Lights Out podcast. Thanks a lot for the knowledge, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me.